Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Today we're going to talk about the hobo murderers. Serial killer Lloyd Jose Gomez. He was a bad hombre, Brandy, who killed a bunch of hobos back in the day. We're going to talk about I took about that from his... the title. <laughs> You're pretty sharp there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about his dastardly deeds, but before we do, I want to make sure that everyone is here. Uh, Charles, are you here? I'm here, Timmy. I'm we here. have a special guest today, the lovely Nina. Instead, Hi, Timmy. Nina, are you with us? I am. Good morning. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Of course, Nina has a lot of hit podcasts. I don't know why she comes on this one. That's a good question. It's a very good I think it's part of her community service, Timmy. She's doing pro bono work, uh, Colonel. Get that Brandy Bono? <laughs> Got it. Uh, like so, bono. Right, with less trees. That means when you do something for free, Devil. Oh, I, yes. I've, I bet Brandy's done some bono and work he, uh, in her day, Colonel. <laughs> no, I have not. Speaking of the tunnel of love, gas, grass, or ass, nobody rides for free. <laughs> let me um, remind everyone we have we are a comedy podcast. We use adult language, so if adult language does not suit you, and it might not suit Nina because she, you know, she doesn't swear a lot, Colonel. Um, nah. Well, <laughs> have we met? What would you suggest they do if this if this language does not suit them, Nina? They can get the fuck out. There you go. Yeah. I think that makes See, sense. See, now you're just kind of... I just had... You know, I put Nina up on a pedestal being, you know, very classy and not mm. using any foul language, but, you know, I another dream shattered, Colonel. No, I am very classy. I just like to swear. You can't swear on your other podcast, so you come here. Is that what? So we're like slumming to you, basically. It's yeah, it's a bit of pressure release being on your show. <laughs> well, we're glad you're here. Of course, Thank Nina you. has the hit podcast already gone. She, of course, is the host also of Deadball, yes. a fine podcast, and 
I know, Colonel, I always think of the, I, can't, I always miss the title up of the other one. I, I want to say it's Sleeping with Nina. Is that is that <laughs> how you remember it, Colonel? It's Bedtime with Nina, Timmy. Oh, cause I, w- I was sure it was Sleeping with Nina. I think it's Dreaming with Nina, it's, though, isn't it, Nina? It's Under the Covers with Nina, Timmy. That's what I was Between the Sheets. Yeah. Between the Sheets with Nina. Mm-hmm. That's very optimistic of both of you. It's Dreaming with Nina. <laughs> And of course, we're as always. We're uh, well. Let me go. Let me just introduce everyone. Um, let me introduce a woman who needs no introduction, and a lady who's known Nina for her benevolent behavior. In fact, she's known as Brandy the Benevolent. It's true. Her Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy? If at all, I am living the dream, Timmy. Living the dream. Have you enjoyed this uh, nice little respite that we've been taking? Well, you know, I have. It allows me to spend more time with my family. Uh, so and I'm sure actually, they don't appreciate it. No, they don't at all. Because, you know, I'm, I'm evidently I'm unreasonable because I asked Noah to wipe off the sink in his bathroom. Well, so kind what of kind of monster thing. are you? Yeah, I know really. it was it was literally a three hour ordeal because he just you know I don't he doesn't know why he should have to do it. I'm the mom. Well, he's got we a had, point. He's got a point. We we had a bit of a coming to Jesus with that. So you know, but it's it's all good and had Thanksgiving with my folks and my brother and my aunt. So that was something and. <laughs> Oh, so you had a super spreader event, is what you're saying. That we did kind of have a super. But, you know, the thing is, they're all in my bubble because we um, we get together about once a week. So it was all just the people that we see once a week it, it, with it, fancy plates. Mm. So it was much like they're in my bubble. For you, devil. Uh, you mean like you plates that you like wash off afterwards? Put in a yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Not paper. Kind of crazy. Well, you know, my mother has, you know, the good china that mm-hmm. she's had since we were kids. And uh, so we we get to use those plates. And she puts, you know, she puts the milk in a nice pitcher instead of just throwing the milk jug on the table. So, I mean, it's it was very fancy. And Sounds we drank like milk it. from wine glasses because that's how we roll. You and, you know, do you know what happened this year at, at my house? Uh, nobody asked you and yet. And there was only three of us? I don't remember anybody asking you well, yet. Well, we've, okay. really, we've really pushed this brandy time. It's about as I know. Max I know. Yeah, yeah, come on. All right, so the we, three of you, me, did you order a pizza? There was only three of us here. And, uh... Hello? Hello, Charles. There was just three of us here, and... What the fuck? We lost a fork. You, you, one of the good silver forks. Oh no! Oh no! Did you check everyone's wallet and, and pockets is, and purses? It's still not showing up, and and I'm getting blamed for it. Well, duh. Uh, Logan's getting blamed for it too, but we don't know. We just don't know what happened to it. That's a. It's, it's the craziest damn thing. That should well, be a Sherlock Holmes story. <laughs> That's amazing. It's, no, it's I mean, the arc. I the, mean, I was true, feeling it there for a second. What the fuck, dude? The true real silverware only comes out once a year. Did you exactly. check on the floor? And, uh, 
And wait a minute. Uh, so what you're saying is it comes out once a year, and you fucking heathens can't manage to not steal it. <laughs> once a year. I don't know who could have stole it? It could have been Bo. It could have been anybody. Well, I don't know. You there should check the pawn the shops. <laughs> we are. We've been going around. We're looking under the couch between the cushions. I mean, Why? check Facebook uh, marketplace. I was. Where the hell did you guys eat? Did everybody <laughs> right. just kind of, you know, eat perched on the, you know, couch arms? What happened? <laughs> no, we were sitting at the table, but somehow one of the forks disappeared. You need a well, metal detector to search. You should get Scooby oh, on it. You can find it. Well, I, but other than that, it was a lovely well, that's Christmas. A, that was quite the antidote was it, there. Was it a lovely Christmas? Because it was Thanksgiving. It was so. a lovely Thanksgiving. Yeah, it sounds lovely. Yeah, it, I, I've been isolated. I've been social distancing and isolating so long. I'm, I'm starting to lose time a little bit. You're starting to get on your own nerves, aren't you? I am starting to get on my own nerves. Yes. Well, man, I, I get up in the morning and I look at myself and I just look at myself with contempt. Well, I that's the way the, the rest of the world looks at you. For you. You know, I, <laughs> we haven't the recorded. The rest of the world looks at you. We haven't recorded one of these in a month, and you know, I, I just had a little higher expectation of your antidotes, Charles, and then <laughs> I don't know why. This is every fucking antidote he ever gives us. There's no follow up. Hey, my dog barked at bigger dogs. Hey, Rudy went out in the yard the other day and peed. That's it. Like that's it. So, yeah, they lost a fork. There's nothing there. That's it. They lost a fucking fork. It's, it's a goddamn mystery. It's like the and fucking again, Triangle or those monoliths. You got three get people Scooby on a it. goddamn table and a, and a fork disappears. Well, whose fork was it? A fork disappears. Whose fork was it? And are you sure well, you don't have don't like a goblet? That. You Only know who stole it? Showed up. You know who fucking stole it was the goddamn raccoon. His family came back and stole your fucking fork, and now they've gone and pawned it to buy weapons. So I hope Plotting they're happy. Revenge. Yeah, there's an uprising happening on the west side of Cincinnati, which nobody really cares because that place is, you know, the Bermuda Triangle of the state. But still, Jesus Christ, why would you expect anything it's irreplaceable. else? It's irreplaceable. Well, you know, I, thought- I bet it's not. I just thought that, it you know, is. we had a whole month. Something interesting must have happened in a whole month since we recorded last, but apparently not. There, there's not that much inter- <laughs> well, interesting. Well, the fork went missing. I mean, I'm on the edge of my chair I mean, about this I'm fucking fork. In my basement I need by to know. All the time. There needs to be some kind of. Happen. This is like unsolved mysteries. Did you file a police I need report? resolution. Well, thank God it wasn't a spork. Well, no. <laughs> spork would have been tragic. I you would can't love just find to have a silver a set spork of sporks. anywhere. Yeah. Think how convenient you can't just that find would be. Silver sporks. You uh, can't just find them. Why do you I know, we um, we haven't recorded in about a month, and it, it just it just cracks me up. People are asking, "Are we going every two weeks now? Are we doing every month?" <laughs> Here's the here's the truth. We have no fucking idea. It's like sometimes we do and sometimes we don't record. No wait, we do. Yeah. We have an idea. It's because Chuck forgets or falls asleep, and then we can't, and then we don't record without him. Well, that's so funny. I mean, well, this firmly here. is it, on Chuck's head. 
in fairness, Devil, I, I now last week I was here at ten after ten, and you guys were like, "Oh, nope, too late." It's like a, it's like college with the professor. Yeah. If I'm not here at a certain, you know, you have um, to have a bullshit. PhD. Ten after ten, you don't have a PhD. Bullshit. We're not waiting you, fifteen minutes. Yeah, there's that. Our time is valuable too, and you just strolling in and out of recording sessions doesn't really work. Do you know how hard it is for me to keep Noah quiet? It's hard. Look here. I'm I'm the goddamn Axel Rosa podcasting devil. The show starts when I get here. A whiny bitch. It don't start at 10. It starts when I get here. No. You understand? Axel Rosa's a whiny bitch. So there you go. Uh, You do that. uh, Colonel, speaking of Axel Rose, do a little um, sweet child of mine for me. No. Hold on. Somebody got to do the drums for no, me. No, we don't. Well, I'm not going to sing then, devil. Okay. If you don't do the drums for me. All right. I'm not tore up by that. All right, fine. I'm not going to do it then. You know what? You got me in a bad mood already, devil. I hope so. We want to say... I haven't seen oh. you to steal your shit lately, so... Did you take his you fork? Know, I did not, but that would be some shit, wouldn't it? If I just... Yeah, but I did not. Alas, I was with my own family. Speaking of Charles, let me introduce a man who is known as the uh, an oasis in the desert of despair. He's someone we turn to in these trying times. He's not, not at all. He's the Dr. Fauci of podcasting. <laughs> wow, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think he's taller than Dr. Fauci. I well, not by much, first of all, and second of all, not even close. Let's not sully the good name of Dr. Fauci with this bullshit here. Chuck weighs uh-uh. more if that's a consolation. Of course he does. Chuck's got those childbearing uh, hips. That's why I had to I'm get like extra room Dr. in his Fauci's. skinny jeans. No, that's not why I needed extra room, devil, but go ahead. He is go a ahead, man who is a, he's a best selling author. Mm mm. Uh, if you know, if you're looking for that special Christmas gift, you may want to. Uh, you make Nina. You might be interested in his latest book. Really, how to make She's love not. to a woman. Um, uh, it's on. It's on the New York Times bestseller list. Nina, would you like a, uh, uh, a autographed, personalized copy of How to Make Love to a Woman? Don't do it, Nina. It means his pages stick together. <laughs> The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Walters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Oh, my God. We already heard his story. Well, was about I'm before. not well. Yeah, that that was a History Dweebs Extra. The, 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 the it was bonus content. Extra. And I, uh, as you said, I'm working on the book, um, but they, they are publishing the second edition. And uh, they asked me to do a couple rewrites on things, and, and and in one, I was I was given instructions on you know how to insert the male part, and I and I and I said it. I just you know went out and straight up said, "This is when you place the penis in the vagina," mm-hmm. right? And uh, and actually, we were talking about the kernel, so we called it a granite monolith. But but they came back and they said, well, could you be a little bit more descriptive? You know, vagina, it's it just doesn't it doesn't, you know, have that punch. 
you know, <laughs> a vagina punch, I guess. I don't know. But uh, so I've been struggling. I got a little bit of writer's block to me. And, I, and I've come up with, try to come up with terms to... Um, to use for vagina, but I'm just, I'm just stuck. I don't, I don't like this. I mean, everything. I don't like this check time at all. (laughs) No, I I just mean like, I, I, you know, this is where you, where you insert the granite monolith into the penis parking lot. (laughs) You know, they turn that one down. Yeah. The penis parking lot. Um, uh, the lesbian lunchbox. The what? They turned that one down to me. <laughs> lesbian lunchbox. Oh my god! What the fuck? No, I don't <laughs> no. want to yeah. do this. No. This is not a fun well, game I, for me. I mean, could you? I, well, I'm just. See, they say some of them are just too uh, tasteless, uh-huh. hmm. and I'm trying to. I'm trying to walk that fine line between erotic and tasteless. And I figure I got two women here with me today, uh-huh. so. Uh, Maybe I could throw a few out, and you could, uh, mm. you could tell me, you know, no, you know, we don't yes, want to do that. No, well, it seems like it's a. I mean, it's he's not, he doesn't ask for a lot. Please, no, I don't. He asks for everything, I and I don't. I don't want. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Please don't make me. I mean, I, I, I had in this one. I thought they were buy for sure. I was like, he was about to enter. Into Lawrence of a lady. Oh <laughs> that might be my favorite. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, or or you know, just if for the science fiction fans, he was he was about to enter the pink portal. You know, I thought that was fine. <laughs> well, you Tell keep me again why you know. I agreed to this. No, what? why? Yeah. yeah, this is why we don't have guests on. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, you're you're helping an uh, artist, Brandy. No, is, no. I guess no. It, no, I. There are so many things in that sentence that you just said that are false. I don't know where to start. Well, well let me it, well, be nice to him. It's this is, tomorrow is the Colonel's birthday. Well, but it's not today, is it? So, so you have to you have to be nice. Yeah, but you're not going to talk to him tomorrow. So be nice to him and and uh, humor him with his uh, search for the perfect. Terminology. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, Colonel, I know you had As expectations. he entered her hairy handbag to me. How about that? <laughs> God damn Devil, it. does that seem okay that to you? That does have hairy a ring handbag? to it, Brandy. You have to admit that. First of all, yeah. I don't have to admit shit. <laughs> Second of all, no. Why? No, I don't like this game. Ugh. I think it depends on yeah, your target just... audience for the book. It really makes me ashamed yeah. to have a vagina when you guys do this. It makes me just not be very happy with my vaginaness. It's not your vagina's fault that they're like this. I know, but God. But uh, it's somebody's vagina's fairness, fault. That's in fair. fairness. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things are your vagina's fault, devil. I know, but you know. We have to go way, way, way back to find the vagina, you know, that's responsible for the you. So, I mean, it's just, it makes me sad. So it's sad. Well, we don't want Brandy to have a sad vagina. We don't want to have a sad vagina. But you know what? Oh. If you do, 
Do you know they have vagina facials? You can do the whole thing. You can get some some kind of cream and it, you know, because ladies, as you get older, you get some wrinkles. Bags under First your eyes. All, <laughs> yeah, vagina facials yeah. sounds not great. Well, I I've mean, had you a get few the lines around in my day, actually. I'm, I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm sure you have, but vagina facials so, are yeah. just not a... Yeah. Now Gwyneth Paltrow steams her vagina. I guess like you would steam well, corn yeah. or you know <laughs> a clam or something. I don't know, but well, it is a clam, but still. It's her clam she boil. She steams hers. Yeah, she's weird with her she's got some kind of weird ass obsession with her vagina. Like she's got candles that smell like, you know, her orgasm and she steams her vagina and puts weird things in it to make it I don't know. If I was her husband, I'm not sure I would visit there very often. Because you never know what you're going to run into. You might find strange things up there. That's what I'm saying. She puts stuff in there and it's wrong. And I'm sorry. I'm not squatting over some thing of boiled water to steam, to, you know, sweat box my vagina. You don't want to hot box your hot box? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. that's a good one. He's right Settle down. The monolith was about to. The adults are talking. Go in the. Uh, let's see. The lady sauna. The lady sauna. Oh my god! I like it, Colonel. I like it. Yeah. Well, let's move forward. Yeah. Well, now that Brandy and I are slightly nauseous, let's carry on. Right. You, see, you guys don't appreciate vaginas very much. That's, no, you're you anti-vagina. Don't. You know what? I'm getting a sense that this is an anti-vagina podcast we're doing here, Colonel. Well, the whole thing is, Timmy, they, they've had vaginas so long they take them for granted. They don't appreciate they've them. They've never had to work for them. <laughs> exactly. They've it's never had to give their hard-earned money for them. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> or, just, or beg and plead for their own vagina. <laughs> First of all. You never had to, you've never had to tell yourself you were going off to war the next day <laughs> to see your vagina. Here's the thing. We've probably spent more money on our own vaginas than yeah. you have on strange ones. So let's just settle down. Vaginas are a lot of upkeep. It's true. All vaginas, your guys' junk mean, is just right out there. Just right out there. Our vaginas are a lot of upkeep. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Not and to it's mention a delicate landscaping. Yeah. No. And it's a delicate think- balance of stuff you got to do. It's true. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, devil, I got to put a mask on my penis. <laughs> you know, one of those peel-away masks. First of all, I don't know why you have to put a mask on your I penis. I don't want to get rough, dry skin under there. I don't want to have big open pores on my penis. So I well, use that's a, a bigger problem. I mean, a mask. that feels like <laughs> yeah, a huge problem. It is a bigger problem, problem devil. It's, it's a huge problem. Well, yes, it is. Why don't you keep it in your pants there slick, and then it doesn't. you won't get sores on it. Why would it have sores, you nasty? It doesn't nasty, have sores. Nasty man. I said dry skin and open pores. Well, listen to what I said. It's dry skin, open pores. I want it to be soft and velvety, devil. Soft and velvety. I, I, ugh. I, okay. I need a drink. All right. So we owe a. Right. Um, <laughs> We owe a shout-out, a very special shout-out uh, to a 
Um, very special listener who's been listening uh, to us and has been supporting us on Patreon for the last year or so. And we never got her added to the Patreon list. Whose fault is that? You bastards. Uh, I know. It's a shame. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's probably, I was thinking Chuck's. That sounds or, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the person that makes the list. And who is that person? That would be me. There it uh, is. So we want to give a special uh, shout out to Katie. And Charles, you have. Yes, we do. She has requested that you sing her a tune to a tone. A tune to a tone for our. A tune to a tone. Well, how about this one, Timmy? (laughs) I'm going to do a Neil Diamond cut here, Timmy. (laughs) Sweet Katie Gunkle. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Good times never seem so good. Come on, devil, back me up here. I've been inclined. I don't want any part of that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> to believe they never would. Oh, oh, oh. Katie, we really appreciate your support. A lot more than that song would um, demonstrate. But uh, thank you for supporting us on Patreon. And we have you on the list now. And thank you again for your patience with us. So. And I'm sorry about that terrible song. Uh, <laughs> Colonel, I know well, so that you were hoping, about that? speaking of singing, you were hoping for a, I know this, tomorrow's your birthday. And uh, normally um, you you have women all over the world calling you and leaving you messages no. and singing you songs. They do. And you were expecting, they do. basically <laughs> you were expecting Nina to sing you happy <coughs> birthday, a la... Marilyn Monroe today. Yeah, no. Well, I I just thought that since I, when it was Miss Instead's birthday, I did serenade her um, to the uh, chagrin of so many of the other ladies that listen to the podcast and who thought, oh, Nina gets serenaded by the colonel. And so I just thought it fair is fair, you know? It's it's don't you? Yeah, that's that's not a great idea. The most offensive thing on this episode would be my singing. No, sorry. No, it's that would not be it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Colonel. I'll make it up to you another way. But no, I'm not singing. No, don't do. Oh that. shit! You're right. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, Damn it. Okay, now no. we're talking to him. That's a now rookie we're mistake. Talking. So yeah, I can, I can. <laughs> Good golly, Miss okay. Molly. All right, let's talk about the hobo murders, shall we? Please. I would rather talk about hobo murders than anything that we just talked about. Uh, Colonel, uh, feel free to break in if uh, the fork is found during uh, during this episode. Well, I'm going to try my best, Timmy. Look on the floor. Yeah. And I'm... During so the... We're, we're going to talk about hobos, right? Exactly, exactly. And it will fit right in with the theme. During the Great Depression, thousands of thousands of desperate men, and Brandy, of course, you, you know about desperate men, uh, uh, went seeking work uh, by jumping on trains uh, and going all across the country in search of employment. For better or worse, 
these these men were soon living a nomadic lifestyle, going from town to town for jobs that in a lot of cases didn't exist. One such man was Lloyd Jose Gomez. Uh, He took advantage of this lifestyle to rob and kill his prey. He became known as the Hobo Killer. Is that because he killed hobos? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah, what I did there. Somebody was so imaginative. I love that. Very good. It seems to me. Lloyd Gomez, or Lloyd Jose Gomez, was born on October 12th, 1923. So he's a Libra. He's a Libra, and his mother would have been pregnant during the holidays, although she wouldn't have been very... No, she wouldn't have, would she? No. She would have been maybe Easter, maybe something, but... So she President's she, Day. She, no. President's. That's really the ideal period to be pregnant, if you think about it. Of January to, to October. When you think that? Yeah, Randy? we plan. We plan that shit out. That, that would way. be the right. That's what happens exactly. Uh, he was born on an Indian reservation outside Elko, Nevada. Colonel, you've been in Elko before. Cherokee people. Cherokee tribe. Great. Don't you think that's a little bit racist song to me? They're so proud to live. They're so proud to live and so proud to die. <laughs> who's, who's proud to die, Timmy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you're proud to live, really. I mean, it's kind of everyone <laughs> kind of lives, don't they? And then everyone dies. So I know. Yeah. I mean, you don't really. I mean, if you live it's forever, not, yeah. then you could be proud. You've done what everybody in mankind has ever done before. I know. Why would you be proud, proud of, of that? It. You must, You're setting the bar pretty goddamn low, I'd say. <laughs> you like, step across over it. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? Yeah. Uh, my thoughts are that I have paused watching the Heaven's Gate documentary to be on this bullshit with you all. So let's let's just stop the whatever. Why are you singing Indian Outlaw anyway? It's not Indian I don't outlaw, know, but you know what? If vagina... If a if a vagina was a superhero to mm-hmm. me, Ugh. would you would you call it the Wolverine? <laughs> well, they have the little cape because it has claws. Yeah, big claws. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Sounds to me like you're getting in the wrong vaginas if you're running into them with claws <laughs> and teeth. Well, and teeth. And teeth yeah, yeah. And Go you know, ahead. less than one percent of vaginas have teeth. Ugh. <laughs> And if you ever run into one of them, you you will never forget it. <laughs> you will would never not. ever forget it. I can't imagine that you would. I wonder if go they go to what the do you dentist. Think about, what do you think about mum's glove box? Well, Jimmy? the thing is, when you have teeth, then you got a floss down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's do. tricky. Yeah, you do. You get a you know water worse? pick up there. Well, or Listerine. Oh, oh, yeah, no, that would burn. no. Yeah, no. see, that's a problem. Yes, that's a problem. Doesn't doesn't yeah. that sound Ow. like a seventies hair band to you, vagina dentita? <laughs> no, a European hair band. Yeah. Oh my god, vagina dentita. No, all right. So give me some background on uh, Lloyd Jose Gomez. You never understood that group, Europe. You know. Damn it. <laughs> I never could understand that group. I, I never got the appeal to, to that group. How, how did you feel about Asia? 
Well, Asia was fine. It's I liked Europe Asia. Is... I liked Asia. Asia was a little. What about Kansas? Uh, I mean, I liked ABBA, but I I liked the women, not the guys. ABBA. But I didn't like. The guys I love either. ABBA. I think everybody like, likes ABBA. I yeah, that's kind of a thing. Look, just you I know what? Tell me more talk. about this hobo guy. All right, Gomez was the son, Lloyd. See, his mom, get this. You know, like, his mom is a Shoshone, is that how I pronounce it? Shoshone Indian. His mm-hmm. dad was Mexican. So okay. he ends up with the first name Lloyd. I mean, like, mm-hmm. Indians give all the cool-ass names, like Running Bear and, you know. Maybe they knew he was no. a piece of shit from the start. <laughs> they called him Lloyd. You know, well, yeah, not you know, Big Tiger or whatever. Yeah, they named him Lloyd. Big Fast, Tiger, fastest deer. I don't. I'm not really sure that the Indians were all that familiar with tigers. Big Tiger, Kansas Plains, Jesus but, Christ. Yeah, <laughs> Chief Big Tiger. Yeah, Chief Big. You know what bad I mean. <laughs> They they had cool names, but they they end up naming him <laughs> Lloyd. They cool names. Probably Maybe early. they thought Lloyd was a cool name. I don't know how they would think that. Well, I don't know. He it's was an unruly true. child, uh, Nina. That's he was stealing by the age of six. Shameful. When he was seven, he was scolded by an older man on the reservation. Probably an older man with a much cooler name than Lloyd. Well, Chief mm-hmm. Big Tiger. Uh, he was uh, he was scolded uh, by the, from by the old man for being mean to a stray stray dog. He should have been scolded. Dog. Yeah, but uh, Lloyd waited and plotted his revenge. Lloyd's and, revenge. Uh, young Gomez Lloyd uh, caught the man passed out from drinking on a lawn chair outside of his trailer. Nothing says Native American as. Being <laughs> oh your, Timmy no lawn chair outside no. your trailer no Jesus Christ <sighs> well there I mean I'm sure at this point emails coming now I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure at this point Lloyd is like fuck y'all you named me Lloyd so you know so anyway. <laughs> He so you're this saying this man got into <laughs> this old man got into the fire water? <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know, I, don't believe say it or not, we can pretend we're not here. <laughs> the boy picked up a crowbar when this old man was passed out, and <laughs> and started beating the sleeping man over the head with it. So they could oh, call him. Nice. They could have called him. Wouldn't you think he would have woke up? After the first I mean, crash upon his skull. <laughs> and Lloyd was like, call no, me Crowball, <laughs> motherfucker. Don't call me Lloyd, you know? Crowbar. Oh, Crowbar is a good name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> but the time he was 13, Lloyd was, as he became known, or Gomez, as he became known, left the reservation and began... <laughs> What's so funny about that? He left the reservation. Well, he left a reservation and when he was 13 and began living a life of a hobo, Brandy. Your thoughts on that? 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, what's your thoughts on him living the life of a hobo at such an early age? Well, such, I think Carl Panzram found out that at such a young age jumping trains because you can't really trust hobos timmy you can't you can't trust them no no poor carl panzram jumped on a train uh, hobos was all happy to see him oh yeah Uh, yeah that that didn't go well he was sodomized it did not by a bunch of hobos so i just wonder if this possibly poor little gomez child Although, you know, you do that to him and he catches sleeping in the back of a car or whatever. Doesn't that sound like a good album uh, title? Sodomized by Hobos? (laughs) You mean a band name, really. If that's the name of your autobiography, you have a problem. (laughs) Well, you don't want to lead with that. (laughs) Hey, what did you do Saturday? Oh, I was just sodomized by Hobos. So Lloyd, Chuck, was, that should be wait a minute, Chuck. That should be the name of your book. Sodomized <laughs> <laughs> by Hobo. Yeah, that's basically how I feel after I do some of these shows. <laughs> you could be your that could be your follow up to how to make love to a woman. <laughs> how to make love yeah. <laughs> yeah. on my book? How'd your book tour go? Well, I'm just gonna. I, I'm I was writing out, an essay right now. I was out <laughs> promoting Sodomized by Hobos. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Jesus. Yeah. Now, Lloyd or Gomez, Lloyd Gomez was able to make a few dollars here and there as a farm worker. I can see why he wants to be known as Gomez instead of Lloyd. <laughs> he probably why? was a big fan of the I, Adams family. Well, because, because Lloyd. Well, I mean, is and that's his name. name. That's not a name that you 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 take to the hobo jungle. I mean, well, you have to have what? a badass name. You can't go in there as Lloyd because then they're just going to say, "Oh, where's Lloyd? This guy's named Lloyd. Let's sodomize him." And Gomez <laughs> is a badass name. That <laughs> was beats Lloyd. Crowbar would have been. Better. I mean, yeah, crowbar. crowbar works. 
Yeah. Chainsaw. Yeah, they call me just call me Crowbar. Toothless okay, Joe. We're gonna call him Crowbar <laughs> from now on. Okay, so Crowbar. Uh, anyway, he was able to make a few dollars uh, as a farm worker picking fruits and vegetables. I wonder if he picked all the fruits that were available and then all the vegetables, or he mixed it up. Who the fuck cares? What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? <laughs> or, like, he started with, like, pumpkins and worked his way down. How does that squash. put the story forward? Works his way down the squash, or he started What the with fuck are you even yammering about? Well, I, mean, I think if you're going to pick fruit... Really, the grape pickers got it easy compared the to thing. the watermelon pickers. <laughs> well, they do. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. A lot, not a lot of watermelon have... fit in the basket. No. <laughs> especially yeah. when the uh, when the uh, landowner makes them uh, put the put, <laughs> put the uh, items up their rectum at the end of the day. <laughs> oh my god. You know what? And here's the thing. You can tell Timmy. There's a couple of things you can tell about Timmy from the discussion that we just had. Is A, he doesn't buy a lot of fruits and vegetables. And B, he's never stepped foot in a fucking garden. Because, you know, you're talking about all kinds of different things that don't grow in the same place. Don't grow in the same climate. Right. Or the same season. or, Or the same state. Or the same anything. So, you know, he's not going to pick, oh, I'm going to have some grapes here, and then I'm going to put a pumpkin in, and then I'm going to have, and then he I'm going to grab some lemons. I'm not a fucking farmer. <laughs> well, clearly. Have you ever seen a garden? Jesus Christ, man. I'm oh, my saying, God. I'm just saying, I what? wanted to know if, like he says, okay. Where, Why did you want to know that? <laughs> well, I'm hiring a bunch of people to fr- uh, pick vegetables today does he say oh i'm gonna pass wait Wait, are you then expecting them to shove the vegetables somewhere is that where that came up why would they have to shove the vegetables anywhere he brought it up stealing (laughs) why no but that's stealing (laughs) what are you what are you talking about is theft well, it was always my concern. Thievery is always my concern because I'm a law-abiding citizen. But, I mean, it's not like they're saying, oh, well, look here. I filled my basket full of lettuce heads. I need to use my prison purse to now go over and get, you know, cabbage. I mean, Jesus Christ, what the fuck do you think happens? you think they're smuggling it through the airport? What? I'm just saying Lloyd might be OCD. No, you're not just saying shit. He may be OCD and he has to pick. Bangs up from the smallest to the largest, or the largest to the smallest. Yeah. You can't. And so he shoves up. it up his ass. <laughs> you can't yeah. be picking the current. It's an old. I don't think you can be OCD and shove things up your ass like that, and then walk around going, "Hey, weigh this," because this should fetch a pretty penny after you hose it off. <laughs> the fuck. See, and you guys, if you guys decided to be hobos, you'd be in a. A definite advantage because you could store more shit. Well, yeah, you could, you could, yeah, uh, lifts, uh, yeah, more vegetables. Well, I'm not going to pal trial, I'm not shoving a lemon <laughs> up my hooch. Whereas you got Lloyd, the hot pocket there, he can't how about that one, Timmy? Only, the hot pocket, he only has so much room back there, right? There's I mean, no granted, room for vegetables. Granted, his name is Lloyd, so he probably's got more space than the average guy. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> and really, it depends on how long he's been on the hobo train, Timmy. 
how flexible he's become. What <laughs> is that, happening? <laughs> because, you know, if you, know. you get on the hobo train, let's say in Illinois. Oh, my God. I'm going to You know, more pretty much by Kansas, you've got. You can you can store watermelons in there, Timmy. No, you can't. Oh, the only thing he yeah, could he do can. possibly is help out the people who smush grapes with their feet. Yeah. If he goes up there and says, "Hey, I've got some grapes that I've already smashed," yeah. and then releases the kraken in that fucking <laughs> oh, mush, that's a nice. That's that would a good be the idea. only thing he could do. Yeah, he's that's not goatsy. Yeah. I mean, not fitting a, if, a watermelon up there. You could start a winery, Goatsy and could. that could be your ex. That could be that. That could distinguish you from you know from like uh, Boone's Farm <laughs> or something. Is you put it, you know, that's how you crush the grapes. That's a good thought, Brandy. Hmm. Behind his quiet Boone's Farm. Behind his quiet. I bet Boone's Farm would take it. Calm voice. Unlike. Anyone else on this podcast? Well, and huge asshole, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Lloyd was a homicidal maniac because he was putting, <laughs> trying to put watermelon in his asshole. That's why. Who bashed in that the would... heads of eight middle-aged men, all hobos, Brandy, which netted uh, him. Uh, yeah, which netted him. These robberies. These are robberies. Which netted him a total of sixty-two dollars and twenty-six cents. He killed eight men. Well, he killed nine. Eight men for robbery, and he got away with $62.22. Now, that's $7.78 per murder. Yeah, this was during the Depression. So, you know, that's probably 73 74 bucks today. They smuggled a lot of cantaloupe in their ass to get that sixty-two twenty-six. I mean, if you're, if you if you turn to robbery and your target audience is hobos... I mean, you really do need to rethink that. <laughs> you really do. Hobos are not known for their massive wealth. No, well, and they're not known to be named Lloyd either. Oh, my God. The ninth man that he killed. Well, the- what's that job, The that TV show where you undercover boss? Maybe he was hoping to find the undercover boss of the hobos and rob them. Well, they're highly unionized, know. the hobos. Do you think hobos got bosses? They're yeah. unionized, I know. Hobos are unionized. Yeah, I think they're part of the Teamsters. <laughs> they are. <laughs> in 1939, with a fourth grade education, Brandy, and an IQ of just 61. Uh, Go team. Lloyd Gomez left Nevada to explore California by riding the freight cards. There you well, go. with the IQ of 61, he wouldn't really be able to tell the difference much now, would he? Uh, no. During his lifetime, uh, many of the larger cities in California had... What's the average IQ? Excuse me? Just the average IQ? Uh, I know 61 is pretty low. I think 70 uh, to 90 is average. Oh, okay. Or 90 to 100 like is average. <laughs> it's like in um, Forrest Gump. Now, Colonel, the average is right here, and you are waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you're going to have to draw pictures for him. Uh, Anyway, so Lloyd, uh, he started um, tramping around in Nevada, all out west, Nevada, Oregon, Washington, California. And he, uh, you know, he hung out in encampments where they were... um, 
where they were hobo jungles. These were just yards, uh, areas where near, usually near a lake or a river where all the hobos hung out. Campsites, usually outside city limits. Um, because if they, you know, if they, if they did something within the city limits, of course, that would be something different. Uh, that would be... Way to clear that up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something more like... Always uh, res- uh, always <laughs> depend on you for clarity. That would be Occupy Wall Street or whatever. But they did... <laughs> yes, it's almost the same thing. <laughs> right. So Lloyd, from the start, uh, he didn't seem to fare, uh, fare too well in the hobo lifestyle. First, his name was Lloyd. Oh, you- my God. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> Fucking... First of all, I know that you're obsessed with his name being Lloyd. I can see that. He but should be a banker. Lloyd Dobler. He shouldn't have been a... Lloyd Dobler was a great Lloyd. He really was. Well, Lloyd Dobler was yeah. a great Lloyd. There are many great Lloyds. I have nothing against so Lloyd. Christopher I Lloyd. Settle the... F- no, you clearly have something against Lloyd. I don't know if Lloyd tried to hurt you or show me where the mean man touched you kind of situation. I don't know. Well, see, but that's all, what there I'm are think. many great Lloyds. That's Lloyd I'm, Dobler being the best. Yeah. So settle down on Lloyd. That's what I'm thinking happened to Lloyd in this story because he killed all of old oh, middle aged men, right? Mm-hmm. And he wasn't getting a well, lot they're of easy pickings. A lot of scratch. I mean like sixty two dollars between eight of them. So Yeah, but that was in the in the depression. Yeah. I mean he could have bought a house for that. When he wasn't picking uh crops when he was, it was you can bet it was in order between <laughs> largest and smallest. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Visit well, you a garden. Go smallest to largest because once you get a watermelon in your ass, Timmy, Every, there's you really not really much you can carry do. anything you else know around. What? It gets you. easier after. Oh that. my god! <laughs> what the? You know what though? But what about the, but you want to want a squash? A squash is you know a piece of cake. But but don't you think just much like you know a, a an Olympic athlete or that you'd want to that you'd want to stretch out a little bit to so you'd start with the squash limber up yeah you'd what? start with the squash and then move up to the watermelon each day what about those spiny just starting fruits? off each day hmm. wonder what he did with those those little spiny those fruits have the spines outside of it. He probably the shoved them down this peck. Well, is, I mean, what is the yeah, use prickly of, pears. Yeah. What are, what, Maybe what is the cloves use of and a garlic? Tour? Yeah, did he shove them up his pee hole? Because I mean, oh. that's the only hole down there we haven't established yet. Yeah, yeah. You don't just or is throw that just reserved like for cherries? That out. That's that's obscene. Oh, I throw it out. No, that's obscene. I threw it out. Well, I threw it out and I stand by. That's it. offensive. <laughs> I don't care. They shoved. Do you shove cherries up there, or do you just wait and then just shoot them out like as you need them? Here, pew pew mm-hmm. pew. I got well. If somebody, if somebody, somebody had to come up and jerk on Lloyd's arm real quick. Well, yeah. Pew pew pew. And then they pay out. His I mean, eyes he, would spin. He stuff out. His eyes he would spin, stuff. and if you win, cherries would pop out of his ass. You, you throw yeah. stuff like no. that out there. It's just like women what? always throw things out. Oh, I'm going to kick him in the balls. Oh, kick him in the balls. You never experienced that. <laughs> no, you haven't. No, you well, haven't. And clearly you've never, well, and I'm not even going to say that because I was going to say you hadn't experienced anything shoved up your ass the size of a watermelon. But I don't know your life, so I'm going to let it go. 
I'm just saying, you know, they've hey, got you, these you big ass globe grapes. I think we have a new activity for yeah, the next week. Have you had things shoved up your pee no, hole? No, but I then wouldn't do, you do that because I, I wasn't respect saying. myself. I respect myself. You wouldn't do that, but you'd shove a watermelon in your asshole? Do that either. I respect my body. Well, I mean, I feel like you are. What about an avocado? I mean, is it a matter of the fruit? What is the thing? Because What's clearly, up with gourds. Do people eat gourds? What's up with gourds? Yeah, do people eat gourds? <laughs> people, you, well, you can. But I know that my grandmother used to use them for, um, she would dry them out and hollow them out and then just use the husk for different things. And Nina, do you eat gourds? For like dishes? I do. She doesn't eat gourds. Yeah, I don't recall ever eating gourds. It's not a, gourd. a thing that people do really anymore. Well, don't I mean, you just make dishes and cups and shit out of them? You let them well, dry yes. out and you you make them cereal bowls. Yeah. and that was a very 70s thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And you, you I, know, I wouldn't do you that. can, you should get one and make, uh, and make Renee a fork since y'all <laughs> stole her good one. Well, it's, if, if I thought well, I could pass it by as one of our originals. Hey, Colonel, that's yeah. a good idea with Christmas coming up and you've already, you're already down one fork. Maybe get, uh, maybe, uh, get, uh, Mrs. Colonel some, um, Oh, new silver. Yeah. Some yeah. new, some, I bet or, you could find a no. This is wear. this I is mean, you know don't, you don't have to break the bank. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I know. Go to KFC. That's what I told her. Why did she get of sporks? Yeah, women. Yeah, women. I, I don't. I know you know this, Colonel, because you're a great you're, idea. You're a man of the world, but women just love it when you give them, you know, flatware and sporks. <laughs> they do. really do. I'd be I happy to receive yeah. a spork. Uh, some, now, now, I, now, Nina, have you ever received a vacuum cleaner for for Christmas or your birthday or some you know no. wedding anniversary? No, Mm-mm. I, I got Dave one one year. You guys yeah, are just romantic. How about a, we are? I mean, it yeah. never stops with us. Yeah, that's hot. I got ball bearings. I got ball bearings one year for Christmas. Really, it's amazing. Mm. I, arr, <laughs> I keep it alive. Did you ever get a watermelon? We keep that shit alive. What are we back to watermelon about? What about it? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, he wants one for if Christmas. like on a Friday, Dave ever came home and said, hey, you know, I feel like I'm feeling romantic tonight. Yeah. That I'm is just not. asking. First of I all, don't as know soon as you have to now. do, as soon as you have to do, there's no romance <laughs> there anymore. Like it's all done. And, See, I think you know, the more <clears throat> you do, the more romantic it is. Devil. No, because that just sounds like you're pooping. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Well, if it I could finish like you up need my more, page, sounds to me like you need more you fiber, could. devil. <laughs> oh no, my fiber's just a, fine. Thank just, you. Just a little <clears throat> like that <clears throat> means That's, you're shoving something <laughs> up somebody somewhere that it should not be. So. That ought not be. Well, isn't that and, really the whole... And, and here's another thing. I know that there are proclivities in this world. I get it. Tim watches Porn Hamster and Pornhub <laughs> and whatever else. And I get all that. There's all kinds of fetishes. But I'm sorry. If your fetish is having a watermelon or a gourd or whatever shoved in a place that's got... That is sealed tight shut. Squash. I think you have bigger problems. I'm sorry. I know you this sound is going pretty to goddamn judgmental like to me. I am judging. 
if somebody walked up to me, if one of my friends walked up to me and said, you know what's hot? Shoving an entire watermelon up somebody's ass. I'm not sure what to do with that. We're not friends anymore. Because you well, can't come back ha- from that. Well, that's There's no going better back. Better than having somebody choke you out. There's no going back from that is hot. There's no going back to, hey, how are the kids? Like, once you get there, that's all you can talk about forever. All you can see is the watermelon. I, yes, and I have to know, and for whatever reason, I have to know everything about it. My poor little future daughter-in-law was in a cult, and I'm trying so hard to not bombard her with questions, but I have to know everything about it. Everything. She probably hates me because I ask her about it all the time. Just well, as long I mean, as you're not comparing the watermelon thing to her being in a cult. No, 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 okay. no, no. But I mean, but again, you can't come back. Like, I can't just go back to you're not in a cult and we'll never talk about it. I can't go back from that. Like, it's out there and now we have to talk about it. Now I need to know things. If one of my girlfriends said, hey, that's hot and shoving a watermelon up some guy's ass. Again, you can't go back to, hey, what are you making for dinner? Did you know that you can use, you know, saffron in, you know, gumbo? You can't. There's nothing else you can talk about. Do you put it has Crisco to be about the, the asshole watermelon. watermelon. Yeah. Exactly. I need to know all of that, all of that, so as much as it your would friends do that? kill me. <laughs> uh, no. No, they don't. And if they do, they're smart enough to know this. not to tell me. Between, I would have to I have one Steph. sentence to go. And then... Okay, then get to it. Jesus. Between 1939 and 1941, total of two years, uh, Lloyd, with Crowbar, is that what we decided to call him, was arrested several times for minor offenses, including vagrancy, for which he served a 30-day jail sentence. Brandy, your thoughts on that? For vagrancy? Yeah. Seems harsh. Like, when they release you, kind of... But at least he had Fred... But at least he had fresh fruits and vegetables in now, his ass. No, here's my to thing with in. vagrancy. Here's my problem with being arrested in his for prison vag- purse. Because right. you you get arrested and charged with vagrancy, they put you in jail, and then they release you. Aren't you committing the same crime as soon as you walk out of the, <laughs> the jail? Well, not if you move quickly and don't stay in one place, Timmy. If Come you keep on, walking around the block, you're okay. If you just stand there, it's when you stop. Vagrancy, yeah. That's how they get you when you stop mm-hmm. to pee. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. All right. So can I proceed or do we have anything oh, else we need to add please to Timmy's please proceed. Yes, please. Well, I would think 30 days in jail will be easy once you have had a lot of experience with watermelons in your ass. Fresh fruits and vegetables, always. All you right. You could do so 30 an- days standing on your head. <laughs> So another arrest (laughs) soon followed in January of 1942 when Sacramento County deputies held him for a few days for suspicion of dodging the draft. (laughs) He was soon released for unknown reasons, only to be arrested two months later in Nevada for highway robbery, where his price is too high. Uh, the The way he told it to investigators and a Sacramento Bee reporter Ten years later was that in March of 1942, he had acquired a revolver. Okay. And he was determined to use it. He claimed he forced a driver off the road and robbed him for $1,000. Wow. That's serious money. Well, but that's yeah. but that's not what happened because, surprise, surprise, Crowbar was a liar. 
What? The charge against him stated that he threatened the life of a man named Bruce Olson and took his guns and ammunition. Wasn't he? Wasn't he, he like some Superman? Bruce Olson? Yeah, That's Batman. Yeah, You're definitely. Lucky he didn't yeah. turn into Batman. Bruce Wayne. All of well, these things are so true about Paul who's Olson? Bruce Olson. Jimmy Olson. Jimmy Olson was uh, the little cub reporter on Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy Olson. He's Superman. Jimmy Olson. He was sentenced to serve a minimum of two and a half years to 21 years. Oh, okay. In the Nevada State Penitentiary. You know, Jimmy Olsen was a cub reporter for an awful damn long time. You think he was a photographer? He wasn't very good. He was a photographer. He was was a reporter. Oh, I didn't know that. Lois Lane was. He went out and took. He he carried one of those big. That's what photographers do. They take pictures. Yeah, he's a photojournalist. Oh, okay. Can we just say Lois Lane was dumb as fuck? Yes. Were they all? Yeah, she was How could they not know that that was Superman? I mean, the only thing he did right. was put on his little costume, glasses. He took off he his, took glasses. his glasses off and Stupid. and changed shoved, the part. Shoved in his the hair. cod piece in there. Yeah. Yeah, changed the part in his hair. Yeah. So odds are that uh, Crowbar didn't steal anything near a thousand dollars. A thousand dollar cash check back then is the same as sixteen thousand dollars today. Yeah, and most people don't carry that much money on them. Then Timmy or does, now. except for Timmy, Timmy does. in his <laughs> wallet, <laughs> and he can't find it half the time. Yeah. Uh, I like I like to have cash on hand. Yeah, you do. You never but know the when there'll is, be opportunities. Your cash on hand? No, no, no. The problem is your cash on hand is like if. You happen to have to take a cross-country trip, or your cash on hand yeah. is like, okay, if the world ends, I have twenty thousand dollars in my wallet. He's prepared. Yeah, I'm always waiting for him to have a visa with it. You know, visa, plane ticket, and it's like, why in the fuck you got twelve hundred dollars in cash, Timmy? Well, yeah. Well, I might know be. You know, what the Uber yeah. driver's going to charge him to get home. exactly. Well, I didn't what know what I was going to have for lunch today. Wait a minute. What happened to your little regular taxi driver? Does he not no, do it no, anymore? No, no, Because, you know, they stopped during the uh, pandemic. They stopped. They stopped. Oh, did he? Yeah. Do you have a regular Uber driver no, now? No, no. You just get the luck of the draw. Oh. Ooh. That's, that sucks, man. All right. So. Hey, do you, do you know what, uh, do you know what uh, Renee has discovered here, Devil? The fork. And it's made my life just a living hell. Facebook Marketplace, devil. What? Facebook Marketplace. The I, shit I, that we used to just give away and get rid of out of our house, she takes pictures of and puts on Facebook Marketplace. And then I got strangers showing up in my house. Yeah. That's probably where you're for $20. It <laughs> <laughs> probably is. Hey, I think stole Logan your fork. put it One on. One of them face. stole your fork. Yeah. I don't let him in my house. Yeah, she probably she probably put it on there. She probably got a little slush fun, Colonel, going on there. She doesn't need a fucking she slush fun. Does. He's a kept man. I got Chuck my own is bought and paid fun. for. She's got the money. Chuck will lose his usefulness soon, and then you know, we'll find him buried in the backyard. You just have to keep. <laughs> oh, devil! You just have to keep. You know, I have a certain performing. set of skills, though. Keep performing. No, you don't. You know. Those will go oh, I away do. too. I do. I have a certain Your set ability, of skills that many no. 
your ability to fix a toilet is going to go away soon because your arthritis is going to start kicking in hard. No. You're not going to be able to do that. This is a public service announcement. Huh? And I want all of our our dweebs to listen because it, 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 it'll do you good. It won't. I don't believe in a lot of uh, homeosexual uh, <laughs> medicines, right? Right. And uh, homeosexual medicines, but but I have found something that has worked very well for me. Oh God! And it's Is it turmeric gummy. That works for me too. Have you ever heard of now? Now you're you're worldly, and you know about this alternative stuff, Miss Nina. Sure. Turmeric, right? Yeah. Turmeric. I found them in gummies. Oh yeah, the guy from the doctors promotes that shit. And I take four a day, and when I wake up in the morning, my joints feel already oiled. I don't feel like the tin man before they put the oil on him. I, I get up and I move around. It's put a spring back in my step. Well, that's delightful. Yeah, my give a yeah. shit meter just is not even moving, so... <laughs> This was well, almost as will. fascinating as the fork story. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that it's, was a public yeah. service announcement for our dweeb. Get the gummies. They don't taste all that good, but they'll they'll help with the arthritis or whatnot. I can see better. Do you have a certain, do you, uh, do you have a certain flavor you would recommend, Colonel? Two, well, they only one come in one flavor, oh. yeah. It doesn't taste good. Comes Doesn't in one flavor, good. watermelon ass. <laughs> That's yeah. what flavor it comes in. Or you can get iced watermelon ass. Oh, there you <laughs> Which go. Are, if you like the menthol version. Jesus. All right. So, nineteen months later, young Gomez, young Crowbar, was joined by his father, <laughs> old Gomez. <laughs> Who received a life sentence for the 1943 New Year's Day murder of Jesus Garcia in Carlin, Nevada? Well, the family's His the, dad the family killed, killed Jesus. Jesus. Family that killed, killed Jesus together. Yeah, his dad. His dad killed Jesus. So, you know, uh, both men, along with several others, were part of a railroad crew working at the time in the small town, in the small town, 23 miles west of Elko. Witnesses told deputies they saw Gomez beating Garcia over the head with a pickaxe handle. I don't. Uh, so the old why man is... use the pickaxe. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Get yeah. it done. Why wouldn't you use the head? Why would you just have the handle? So we got crowbar and like daddy pickaxe handle. Yeah, you got crowbar and pickaxe. All right. So pickaxe claimed he killed Garcia in self-defense with a pickaxe. After Garcia tried to stab him with a butcher knife, well, never not take, with a pickaxe. Never take a pickaxe handle to a butcher fight. Put butcher right. knife. Fight. Yeah, All right. That's sage advice. Yes, <laughs> but if you put the head on the pickaxe handle, then you can take it any the fuck you want. You can take it anywhere the fuck you want. It's okay. Yeah. Head opens doors. Uh, let's see. Yes, it does. Uh, 11 months later in November, an Elko County jury disagreed and found him guilty of first-degree murder. However, instead of recommending to the judge that he should die in Nevada's famous gas chamber, the first in the country, they recommended a life sentence. And in early December, 
father and son were reunited in prison and it felt so good oh. and they sat down and had a fruit plate <laughs> well they probably gave each After, other uh jailhouse tattoos yeah oh for sure and exchanged for gourds sure. mm-hmm. and exchanged gourds that's lovely after serving four years on the attempted robbery charge, Crowbar said goodbye to his father when he was released from prison in May of 1946 due to overcrowding. I didn't even know that was a thing in the, in the 40s, overcrowding. And honestly, well, they only had like three prisons. Yeah, but I'm surprised they didn't send him overseas. You know, he yeah, was the right was age. Right like, why war. wasn't he sent yeah. to the front? Yeah. I, right during the sorry. war. Well, um, yeah, he was probably worried about him. No, I'm, I'm, I agree. How many, uh, I wonder how many hobos accidentally jumped a boat and ended up at D-Day. None. Could have happened. I bet that. I I'm think be- it could I'm have happened. absolutely none of them did. Mm, you don't know that. See, you don't know a lot about history and hobos. <laughs> you are, you're so. right. I mean, that's my. You know, that's. It, it, my knowledge yeah. of. My knowledge of hobo history well, is, yeah. is very. The colonel uh, makes a good point. Uh, now, there's, there's no, been. No, he doesn't. There's been uh, instances. He's not made a good point since Vietnam. Throughout, so throughout history, where hobos have, you know, have uh, sacrificed for their country, oh, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. they were they were uh, they were uh, twelve hundred hobos land on um, Normandy Beach during the D Day. Oh. Well, let me ask you something: yeah. Is that in the Hobo History Museum? <laughs> it is because <laughs> it I would is. love to go see that. In, in Iowa, now, if they get killed, the, the Hobo Fair, of course, will be Hobo Days, of course, in Iowa in hobo August. <laughs> in August, socially distanced. Yeah. Well, COVID is hit hobos especially hard. Hobos, whether it's a pandemic or not. But yeah, it'll be August. This this COVID has hit the hobos to me, and I'm going to send you postcards. Please do. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Bring back. I'm going to take Jesus. I'm going to take pictures of me and hobos. Make you all me posing with hobos. Make you all jealous. Are they going to paint it on the picture, or just okay? <laughs> well, you know, well they have these little, you know, little souvenir uh, pictures. Yeah, where you put your head in and oh, look at me, I'm a hobo. I got a knapsack over my mm. shoulder and that sort of thing. But I'm going to get photos Ap- taken with apple actual in your mouth hobos. That, they have an ice cream. I, so- I look for. They have an ice cream social that's really to die for. Well, they really of course do. They do. Of course they do, and it's and they have again they have a wonderful fruit spread that they put out. Spread. <laughs> right, so you're, you're 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 making fun of me, but I'm really going to go to Hobo Days this year because I'll be we believe you. All, I have no doubt that you will, and I will still make fun of you, um, because and there's a lot of reasons for this, uh, because if you went to Hobo Days, a I would totally go with you because I would love to see you interact. With the hobos, when you struggle to interact with your Uber, oh, uh, me and hobos are tight, or anybody else, huh? Me and hobos are pretty tight. Are yeah, you? It's in Britt, Iowa. Bond with Britt, hobos. Iowa. It'll Just be held in August. Hobos in general. They've been uh, hobo. The hobo national hobo convention, hobo hobocon, has been held Hobo-con. since Hobo-con. Uh, 1900 in Britt, Iowa, and uh, sponsored by the local chamber of commerce. So. I will be there, or and fruit growers of America. 
Oh, they have a parade. Of course they do. Of course they do. I love a parade. All right. So. Some are in rags, uh, some's in tags, and some in velvet gowns. That's the, that's the phrase that describes that's, the parade. Is that the motto? <laughs> it's the phrase that prescribes. I'm on Wikipedia here for of course you National are. Hobo Convention. It's the second week of August, in case you're wondering. Well, I'll mark it on my calendar right now. Well, I'm going to go. So, I'm going to go this year, and then you're going to all. All right, all, I've been. Oh, to and Iowa they select once. a king and queen hobo. Oh, yeah. So you've been to I'm Iowa. To, the election, in I'm case you're in town, focus. in case you're in Britt, Iowa, that weekend, the election of king and queen hobo will be held at the gazebo. I want to run for that a little bit. Well, you Queen of the hobos? Do it because you're not a hobo. You don't know my life. Hobos only. <clears throat> yeah, hobos only. How do you prove you're a hobo? You. Do I have to go with a little, you know, the stick and the bandana and all that? Yeah, well, right. I think you have to have the tattery pants. <clears throat> the bottom I, of your I, pants. I they got to be all shredded up. They're not going to let you in. Some teeth. You're not a hobo. Yeah, actually, you, you, you probably you could. I'm not. <laughs> I might not be a hobo, but I'm hobo friendly. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Timmy's. <laughs> You're hobo adjacent. Timmy's a hobo ally. Yeah. Oh, for he's fuck's a hobo sake. ally. All right. So you're what we call a right. hobo hater. HB. I'm not a hobo hater. HB. I, I think hobos should be a. Protected class. Oh, my God. You can't fire somebody from a job for being a hobo. And vagrancy. You shouldn't be Things able like to. That. I mean, we're we're working uh, to overturn vagrancy laws around the Overturn country. vagrancy yeah. laws? Yeah. Well, I, w- I would challenge you to see if you can get it through Congress because that would be amazing. Well, I'm just saying uh, uh, being a hobo should not be. It's a lifestyle, not a crime. Thank you for that. So, again, Crowbar gets out of jail. I wonder if hobos have their own flags. my God. Is there a hobo flag? We're on page two. They do. It's a bandana on a stick. It's a bandana on a stick. Hobos should be sovereign. You know, at the county fair, you can get anything on a stick. (laughs) There you go. You can't get anything on a stick. Oh, I do love that. Right? What are they? Elephant ears. Maybe, maybe it should be a, a bandana on a pickaxe handle. <laughs> yeah. Do what? They're kind of short. You don't understand though. what? Elephant ears. Yeah, whatever. Elephant ears are amazing. Yeah. Elephant ears are the elephant ears are the whole point of going to the fair. Yeah, no, that would be that would be round the roundup ride and uh, uh, lemon shake up. I like those lemon shake ups. Do you? Well, yeah, but do you ride the roundup ride? No, I just watch. Yeah, of course you do. In case there's tragedy, dirty perv. Yeah, if, it's, if someone is thrown See, I, off of it, then it's kind of it, it makes more. Um, more I think it's uh, fair. Yes, well, I think I it's. It I, I think it's getting a handy from the bearded lady, Timmy. <laughs> I have That's been known, Randy. I have been known on occasion, not not every year, of course, but occasionally, ride the tilt to work. Oh, a, you are a lion bastard! Oh, I am. You probably wrote it back in 1987, well, I mean, but you haven't stopped on lately. that thing it's in not been forever. Lately, but. 
Well, I know, because now you're squirrely as fuck. You're not getting on a tilt-a-whirl. No, that's too bad. That's, I mean, it's insane. But you know, It's back, too bad that you are squirrely as fuck. When, yes. when I was younger, I was much more adventurous. Well, we all I, were, I rode the right. Scrambler a time or two. Too. Oh. Oh, the Scrambler. Wow. At Kings Island? No, not Kings Island. Oh, yeah, because that's ridiculous, because that's a theme park that doesn't pass you on the highway. If it passes you on the highway, I'm not riding it. Um, that's my rule of thumb. Um, Carnies are pretty close to hobos. But, but I oh, will yeah, get an elephant they're, in They're a step up. Absolutely. Actually, I think in the circle. Carnies are ambitious hobos, Timmy. Ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> remember when I, the Brady Bunch came to Kings I Island? Do. I do remember that. I do. It's amazing. It's an amazing mm-hmm. special episode of the Brady Bunch. All right. Well, li- little Bobby's a hobo now. I know. So. Uh, did the Partridge family ever freedom. come? <laughs> did the Partridge family ever come to Kings Island? <laughs> no, Jesus no, Christ, they never no. did. <laughs> I think I Fuck. love you. I think I love did. The you. cast of L.A. Law ever come to Kings Island? Who gives a shit? You know that guy who played. What was the what was the guy Harry Hamlin? Huh? Harry Hamlin. No, no, no. The 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 uh, who was the mom? Shirley Jones. What was her husband's name? <clears throat> David oh, Jones. Oh, Cassidy. No, I know who you're talking about. Jack Cassidy. Jack Cass- died in a fire, Timmy. Yeah, he, he wore all that polyester, and the spark came and caught him on fire. Did he come across as a little conceited to you? Well, he was the first one to have a goatee, if you remember. Oh Timmy. yeah, and he had that. He, he had, had that gray hair. Popular. He had that. Silver, mm-hmm. yeah, silver right. fox look. Hey, mm. bring it back, bring it back, reel it in. Don't want, after serving, I bet, I bet Shirley here. Jones, man, oh my God. I bet she rode that all the time, Colonel. Oh yes, she was. Yes, she <laughs> was. Oh. Susan Day was my lifetime. Was my my crush? Yeah, she had that little, whole thing with her mouth. Crush on her. Yeah, I like kind of like that. She was in L.A. Law. Kind of like that. Oh, Brandy. I know. Yeah, she was. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Anywho, after serving four years, okay, so he he gets out of prison overcrowding. So Freedom gave Crowbar the opportunity to grow his rap sheet, and a few months later, he was arrested and released in San Bernardino, California, for investigation of a strong-arm robbery. He dodged the bullet in that case, but was arrested on January 12th, 1947, when he broke into the American Can Company's Sacramento warehouse Ooh. to steal cans. Why are you breaking in there? He's got to find a place to what store the, fuck the, is the fruit. What's the point of that? He needs a new That's place true. to store the fruit. He needs preservatives. Yeah. He needs to preserve it because it's going rotten up where it is. Anywho, <laughs> so well, Gomez, it really, I mean, no. the cylinder shape. It's much easier. Just, it would have you can to pack be. three, four, five, six there. Because they just kind of curl up into your intestines. Oh, Maybe no, you this could. Is better. I, yeah. <clears throat> this, is, yeah. this is better. You guys, this is sad because he was caught by the night watchman breaking into the candy vending machine. What? Well, okay. Honestly. So he's breaking into a can company to get himself a Kit Kat? Honestly. I would do that. You know, you know when they when they they gather around the campfires in the hobo jungles in the evening, they all pitch in to what you know they can contribute to what to the you know to the meal, and so they go around and say, "Hey, crowbar, what do you, what do you have?" And he said, "Well, wait a minute, 
uh, I think I've got some squash here. And then the, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the <Yeah>. next old guy. <laughs> I think, of how do you think Thanksgiving dinner looked for him? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Time to thaw the turkey. Thaw <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the turkey. <laughs> yeah. You got to start thawing the turkey on like Wednesday morning. But the mashed potatoes <laughs> were well mashed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do, but this guy's breaking into a place and got a seven month sentence to get a Snicker bar. Oh. And, and he went to a, a road county road camp. So he went on a chain gang because he was trying to steal a candy bar. This guy is so dumb. He was probably Hershey bar back in the days. Back in the yeah. 40s. Back in well, back in any day it was for him. Or chuckles. Yes, maybe <laughs> some of those chuckles. I like chuckles. It was a Clark bar. I love chuckles. Man, as long as you it don't like chuckles enough to sing him a birthday numb. song, though, do you, Nina? I'm sorry. <gasps> what if it was candy cigarettes? Yes. I said you don't like chuckles oh. enough to sing him a birthday song. Sorry. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. But that's at all. all right. We'll get back to the you'll make it up to me another uh-huh. way. I if oh, oh okay. Old oh, please. Nasty. <laughs> the third time that he was arrested in Sacramento came in May of nineteen forty eight. He was convicted of assault and Gomez was sent back to Sacramento County Road Camp to serve a sixty day sentence, building a road for the county. See oh. There's some unclear. See, I, I'm thinking they're trying to save some cost on labor there because, like, well, of course he all is. All right, we're do we got how much money we have for this highway project? Well, we're going to be a little short. Okay, round up some hobos. It, well, they're not hobos; they're convicts. But here's the thing, and I want to make sure everybody's sitting down when I read this next sentence because it's absolutely fucking shocking. The next sentence is for some unclear reason. This guy who's convicted of, oh, good, Lucy's got a toy. This guy who was convicted of, you know, breaking in to get a Snicker bar and shoving fruit in his butt and all this. For some unclear reason, he walked away from the road crew a few weeks before his time was completed. He's a hobo. He's got to keep moving. I can't believe he did that. (laughs) Well, I think there was counting on his vagrancy. Well, that's it. If you if you if you don't move along, then you get arrested for vagrancy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. You can get arrested for vagrancy in jail. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that. Okay, but Brandy. who is shocked by the fact that he walked away from a road crew? Like, did nobody chain him to his partner or a tree or nothing? They well, that just would be unkind. Are trusting him on their good word? Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to do road work if you're chained to a tree. Is yeah, it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could do some forestry work. You could First do all, some. I think, it, I, I think it depends on how long the chain is, doesn't it? <laughs> I think if you're chaining your road crew up to a tree, you're, you know, you're, you're not thinking things through. <laughs> yeah, you're right. setting them up to fail, Brandy. Well, then what happens is they walk away. Yep, they wander it's off. It's a risk, much they like take. kids in a department store. Hmm. Well, that's not going to be an like issue. Kids much in a longer. department store, right? Well, yeah. All right, so let's see. Freedom and Crowbar were not a good match, and that July, 
the same time he would have completed his road crew sentence if he hadn't seen a nickel and wandered away, he was arrested in Las Vegas for counterfeiting and sentenced to I son of a bitch <laughs> and sentenced to one year and one day at the McNeil Island. That seems a little <laughs> excessive. One year and one day. I mean, I can see a year, <laughs> Colonel, but one year and a day. Yeah. Well, that means day, the, you got to do the whole year, Timmy. Right. Yeah. But he's going that to means an island. No probation. Islands are nice. He's going to an. He's going to the McNeil Island Federal Prison Penitentiary in Washington State. It does sound. He like, was like Napoleon. It does sound nice. They just. So that's nice. He could get yeah. a tan. After his release from McNeil Island in 1949, Gomez stayed to, out. He must have chained him to a tree because he didn't walk away. From well, he, well, maybe he I didn't mean, because he was swim. on an island. Oh my God, <laughs> Lucy, you got you got a circus going on there. What I feel like it. She's coming live from the like Pogo it. camp. <laughs> exactly, yeah. that's kind of what it feels like. It's Your dog learned how like, to play the kazoo now? <laughs> what you got going no, on? No, she's got her little toy, and she's, you know, squeezing the toy, and it squeaks, and <laughs> and see, and there that is. It's amazing. I'm so excited that she is so happy with her toy. It's great. And, you know, I told Noah, get the dog and go back to your room. Now Noah's in his room, and the dog is here. So, amazing. Good listening. Do you know what I do? I just tell my dogs, I'm about to record a podcast, be quiet. Right. And they behave themselves. And Bo sits sits quietly and reads the paper. With his little headphones on. Well, a lot of times Bo is is monitoring my sound and my my mix here. Bo's Bo's at the mixing board. It's a mixing board. Yes, he is. Yes. Okay, so after his release of from McNeil Island in 1949... Gomez stayed out of the law's reach for more than 15 months, his longest stretch. During this time, however, he just went ahead and started killing hobos. As one does. So the first, as one, it's a natural, it's a natural progression. Uh, the first one he killed was never really identified because he was a hobo. Didn't have his driver's license on him. Gomez later said that he was a Native American man in his mid-40s. And he killed him near the railroad yards just outside of Oroville, California, during the summer of 1950. After he killed him, he should have took uh, his name, because I guarantee you his name was something better than Lloyd. Well, I yeah. doubt it. Um, so he said the man had a bottle of wine, and he wanted to take him to his shack. Well, that sounds nice. <laughs> Love shack. Hobo shack. Hobo like shack. Time. Hey baby, hobo shack. To my baby. shack. It's, I got it's some fruit. Hobo shack. The hobo shack. Uh, the victim hobo was walking ahead of uh, crowbar. Oh oh so, oh oh! Hold on for one second. No, devil. He was about to make entrance into her furry flounder. Oh, I like. That. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> this was a man. Furry flounder. That's I'm still disgusting. working on my book as you guys are talking. Okay, I'm, I'm, so that's disgusting, and this guy was a man. So he killed a man. He didn't have a furry flounder or a bearded clam. He had a fruit check. Or a love, you know. Yeah, he didn't have any of that. <laughs> fruit check, baby, fruit check. Yeah. He had, a, he had a wiener and a prison purse. That's what he had. And so chainsaw, or not chainsaw, crowbar picked up a rock 
and hit the guy on the head six times. Uh, Gomez later claimed that the attack netted him a bottle of wine and five cents. So, I mean, totally worth it. Well, I mean, it depends on the bottle of wine, really. Really, right. depends on the wine. Does it? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, f- yeah. I feel like it was probably Boone's Farm. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. It was um, probably the Mogan David 2020. Oh, yeah. Mad yeah. Dog. Mad Dog. Well, at least it was kosher. That's fair. At least it was kosher. Yeah. The man's body was found six months later on November 27, 1950, a half mile west of the Western Pacific Yard by two pheasant hunters. Uh, at the time, the county coroner, being on his fucking game, reported <laughs> that he'd been killed by a large bloodstained rock Damn. down nearby. That's sharp. On mm. his shit. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Fucking Quincy was doing this shit right there. You no, know, pheasant hunters mm. always find the best. You know, they, they always discover those bodies. They really do. They well, really do. But he was never identified. That's do you hunt pheasants, uh, by Colonel? Th- I, I, it depends on how it's cooked. I mean, and it, it really depends on how it's been stored. I mean, if it's been if it's coming from a hobo's ass, no. <laughs> but um, oh, if I get it at the store, from fruit to pheasant, perfect. Well, you know, if you're going to stick a watermelon up there, you put a pheasant up there. That's fair. Um, quick question for you, devil. What? Um, if you was reading, would you find this offensive? His granite monolith was making entry into her cave of chaos. Okay. That sounds fair. Wait, I have to give instruction. Hold on. She needs to go out. Can you, why? Why would she need to go out, Nora? Why of all the reasons in the world? <laughs> She's going to look for hobos. Baby Jesus. Yes, yes she is, probably is going to look for hobos. This is a teaching moment. It is. It's mm. beautiful. Is it? It's Because you don't want a doggy watermelon on the floor <laughs> of the dining room. No, I do not. <laughs> I absolutely do not. All right, so by the time they discovered, by the time Quincy discovered the guy who was killed by the bloodstained rock, uh, Gomez had killed two more hobos. Uh, On the afternoon of November the 11th, 1950. Veterans Day. Gomez was visiting. Oh, my God. Here it is. Thank you for your service. Yes. Thank you for your service. Gomez was visiting with John the Cabbage Capusta. <laughs> See? See? Inside we, his shack. Do you have cabbage? You know what John had down as your, uh, yeah. as a word, Colonel? You know, cabbage is already a pretty foul smelling food. Oh, I used to have an uncle you, who would eat cabbage. It. You get drunk and want, want you know, boiled cabbage. That's, that's got to be a new <laughs> saying, Timmy. That sounds like. Cabbage that has been stored in a hobo's ass for a week, and he would—he'd always get drunk. You see about start, popularizing that, and he start talking. He start calling yeah. everyone yeah. Jack, you know, like, you know, I don't care what they say, Jack, Jack, Jack. Someday you're right. gonna have to get out. Mommy and Daddy's gotta be there for you, Jack. <laughs> oh my God! All right, so listen, mm-hmm. so John Cabbage Pusta. <laughs> Yeah, so Crowbar and Cabbage are going back uh, to his shack in the Hobo Jungle on the banks of the American River near Sacramento when 43-year-old Warren Hood Cunningham spotted Crowbar and charged at him, accusing him of stealing. Uh, mm -hmm. 
And there is nothing like a pissed off hobo. Well, I mean, there's honor. No, but that's the way that it's written. Hell hath no wrath like a a hobo hobo scorned. Yes. Uh, Cunningham had accused Gomez of stealing a can of beer. Oh. That's, yeah. That's a problem. And charged Gomez with two pocket knives, one in each hand. See, he went. Hobo communion. Well, Crowbar was faster than Cunningham and was able to get away. But he had hidden a gun in in the desert. (laughs) (laughs) Not his ass, in the desert. So Gomez went out, got the weapon, and went back to confront Cunningham. The gun was a twenty two caliber rifle. From the tree line to from the tree line, sixty to hundred feet away, he spotted Cunningham sitting by his chack his shack with cabbage where the two were listening to a transistor radio. Ooh. My uncle used Those to eat uppity uh, hobos. cabbage and sardines when he got drunk. Oh, oh my god. What Jesus was wrong with Christ. him? Oh. I bet it smelled great. Is this like a pre White Castle thing? He did it when he got <laughs> yeah. drunk? I mean, he was pretty much always I, drunk, so I mean, yeah, I think that was part so, of it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you can't afford White Castle all the time, so that's still nasty. Oh, my God, that's so gross. That sounds like a uh, like a carp carnival, Timmy. Mm. Ugh. Well, so Gomez, little crowbar out there, took aim and fired three shots and watched as Cunningham fell over. He then approached Cunningham and shot him three more times. Fucking cabbage, who was nearly blind, couldn't describe to police what the shooter looked like. Well, he was one of those so tall guys. Yeah, he was yeah. a hobo. So he had a little. He was a hobo. Oh my god! So some... fucking cabbage can't see shit. Well, you know, y- you gotta love that. All right, so he was the, he was the Fresno. only one with the transistor radio, so he was popular yeah. among well, all these right. ho- hobos. Well, and I mean, if if you can't see, then that's what you do. Um, so let's see. So Gomez next went to Fresno, and eventually Los Angeles. But between those two cities is the small town of Mojave, where he bludgeoned Earl Franklin Woods to death with a stone on November nineteenth, nineteen fifty. He getting all biblical up in oh, here yeah. and shit with the stones. He liking well, to beat beat people to death with rocks all the time. I wonder if the coroner put that together. As and all as the, the guy other, said was, the other guy did. Kim and, uh, his wife made Kim a fish. Cabbage used to listen to like uh, country music and Patsy Cline. And... I think they listened to they the did. Mets games, Timmy. Uh, listen to what? To, probably the Cubs the games. Mets games. It was frustrated. Yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, okay, so just eight days after he killed Cunningham, Crowbar had asked Woods for a match. And the 50-year-old grouchily refused. No. And Gomez mm. did not like his tone. Don't take no. tone with me. Well, no. So he picked uh-huh. up a large stone and bashed See? Woods once in again, the head. Once again. See, once you learn how to beat somebody to death with a rock, you don't really need to arm yourself. Because <laughs> you, you can find it a rock anywhere. It gets easier the second time you do it. Sure. <laughs> it, well, he's about... This is like number eight that he's beat to death with a rock. He's... Well, he, I mean, he's he's really like like the Old Testament people. I mean, with and I'm sh- just beating I'm kinda, people I'm to sure death with rocks all the time. It. You know, didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because cabbage wasn't there. But 
in, in this guy, he's so stupid. He's killing these hobos. They got nothing. So Gomez rifled through the hobos, the dead hobos' pockets, but only found three cigarettes, and it doesn't look like he found a match. God so maybe the it. fucker just grouchily refused because he didn't have a fucking <laughs> right? match, you jerk. Yeah. But he found three cigarettes, so whatever. Well, he could put oh, hold on, devil. that, you know, I'm sorry, I don't have a match. I'm sorry, De- sir, I do not have yeah. a match. Need, a, need an opinion, devil. I'm about to write this one down. Oh, I'm Jesus. trying to finish okay. this. Okay, my opinion Jizz. Is please don't. Jizz jacuzzi. Jizz. Jesus oh, Christ. fucking Gross. Christ. Jizz jacuzzi. That's the worst yeah, one. Yeah, don't, don't Stop. use that. Okay, can't use that no. one? Don't use that yeah. one. All right. I had yeah, a good one. All right. So a few <laughs> oh, hold days. on. Hold on. No. It just oh. came to me. This stroke of genius. The anal alternative, it. devil. What? Now nah, let that one go. Okay. So a few days <laughs> after murdering Woods... <laughs> A few miles from Los Angeles, Gomez was arrested by Burbank City Police for vagrancy, and he served 30 like, days. I don't get that. Why do you arrest someone for vagrancy and put them in jail? That doesn't make So they're no longer sense. vagrant. Yeah. I know, right? But they're, they're sitting in jail. See, it's like double jeopardy because they can arrest you again for sitting in your jail cell. I think it's bullshit. I, I got nothing on that. So... Think about it. In late December, Think about that. Run that through your mind, devil. I'm going to. I'm you get arrested for sitting around doing I, yeah, nothing. You know, happen. Andy Taylor. And they put in you the in a cell. And back of the hey, Charlie Brown's teacher. <laughs> Stop. They, no, uh, it's a, it's a it's it's a quantum physics thing that I really want you to think about. You get arrested for sitting doing to. nothing, and then they put you in a place where all you can do. Is sit and do nothing. Yeah, that's bullshit. Is it's, it like Schrodinger's inmate? What? Yeah. What am I? Ta- what am I doing? It, it, I just want you to think about it. Okay, I don't want to. <laughs> so released in eight December, in late December, Gomez went for six months, six whole months without killing. That's anyone. impressive. Wrap your mind around that, because I don't think I can go six months without killing anyone. But I don't know about any of you. You have anger problems. Uh, I do not have anger problems. People are stupid. So, there's that. Uh, when he did start up again, he killed six men in three months. Well, that's probably because it was On, a new year. It was, in, you know, beginning of 1951. And he... he so let's start the year off. Yeah. He hit his numbers. Uh, let's see. On May 29th, 1951... Right before... Right Robert around found Memorial Hobo... Day. Yes. Crowbar found hobo. Why do you keep, you, you keep, you capitalize hobo in this script like that's part of their name. Well, I just want to It's a title, understand. devil. It's a title. It's you don't not. just, you, no, you don't just get to go out and call yourself a hobo. The other hobos, it's a, there's a whole hobo ceremony. Yeah. You, uh, where you are you're become not, an actual hobo, right? Well, you just don't. You're just not born a hobo. You have to earn that title. So, anyway, he found hobo Elmer M. Cushman sitting on an open top rail car. So he picked up a rock that was on top of an open top rail car. <laughs> what the fuck is a rock doing up there? Uh, approached him without being seen and beat the man to death with that rock. That just happened to be laying there. It's convenient. On top of an open yeah. rail car. 
what the fuck ever. Uh, he pocketed sixteen fifty. That's a nice haul. Yes, That's a nice yeah. Haul. That mm. he had good wine. Then days night. later, why does hobo? Wait a minute. Why does hobo Elmer have sixteen fifty on him? Well, he probably killed the, somebody else for that's it. What I'm he probably got his security <laughs> yeah. check early. That was the 29th of May, so they probably because it's probably oh. kind of weekend. So they probably no, direct yeah, deposit. Yeah, yeah. Sure. or he might have killed ten hobos. Sure, it's All a right. hobo so ten days, Ponzi scheme. I hate those. Uh, Ten days later, he was the Bernie Madoff of hobos. Yes. Ten days later, Gomez found an unidentified hobo sleeping in the tall grass near the railroad tracks by Stockton. Colonel, that would that might be a good way to make some money. Have a murder uh, murder Ponzi scheme. You get people to go out, these small time crooks, murder people for a few bucks. Then you get enough of them. And then you have someone go around and murder them, and you collect all of those. And then, if you're the top guy on the pyramid, you can really bring in right. Stuff. You get you get hobos underneath you. Yeah, it's like Amway. And really. then you get it's other like hobos to recruit other hobos. It's a trickle down, and so on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's it's exactly what <laughs> I, I don't think you want to use trickle down <laughs> on hobos, but all right. So this. He's, this poor bastard, this poor hobo bastard, is sleeping in the tall grass near the railroad tracks, and Gomez killed him with a rock and a wood plank. And searching through his pocket, Crowbar found 1910. Why are these people walking around with all this money, these hobos? They could buy a house with that. On June 22, 1951, Gomez was picking peaches. Just peaches. Just peaches. Near just peaches near Merced, California, when he spotted George Jones wow. walking to the hobo camp. You stopped loving her? What? <laughs> yeah. Fancy. Why was George Jones in the hobo camp? Anyway, he's probably performing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think? Well, he's probably supposed to be performing somewhere else. Yeah. George Jones well, was known for not showing up where he was supposed to be. So... This poor guy, he walks into the hobo camp, and he and the sixty-year-old found a spot he liked and began to cook some food. Crowbar snuck up behind him and broke his skull with a rock. Well, Tammy Wynette is going to be upset about that. Yes, she is. Yes. Well, in the man's wallet, it sounds like his regular wallet, not his prison wallet. <laughs> he had twenty-four fifty. Damn. See? Why Holy the fuck shit. are you... He was a yeah. baller for a hobo. <laughs> he was a baller shot caller. Well, Why shit, is he he's a baller. in a diner? He's got more money than I got right now. <laughs> no shit. Well, you get your allowance Monday. Settle down. <laughs> on July 17th, Gomez dropped a 20-pound rock on the head of Arvid Ostland. There's a name. Yeah, that's a name. Uh, you know, Arvid Ostland. People don't name their kids Arvid anymore. It's a good they thing. They really don't. Yeah, but it sounds it sounds a lot like Arvi, uh, Aardvark. Mm-hmm. Only totally different. So it's not totally different. Um, and fuck off. So he killed him near the railroad tracks leading out of Roseville, California. But he only got a dollar off of that guy. Well, I mean, yeah. Everyone is not, you know, you can't, you don't, you can't hit the jackpot. Everyone's not the jackpot. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. Um. Gomez's eighth victim, eighth victim was an unidentified hobo he found sleeping in his underwear. Ooh. 
Is it his underwear or Gomez's well, It was underwear? in August, so it was pretty hot. So, Well, you don't want that underwear back then. Um, in his underwear, 100 yards from the railroad tracks near Marysville, California, in early August of 1951. Now, what? All right, here we go. So Gomez snuck up on the sleeping hobo. Now, keep in mind, the hobo is sleeping. Threw sand in his face. Who the fuck knows why the hobo's goddamn sleeping? And then hit him in the head with a brick. He threw sand in the face of a sleeping man and then hit him in the head with a brick. He's mixing it up. No wonder this guy only has... I guess, but my God, he only has an IQ of, what, 60? So fuck this guy. He's stupid. Uh, And he got 21 cents out of that one. Mm. Brick was free. I mean, it wasn't a bad investment. Well, didn't pay anything for the brick. 46 year old Roy Chester Hansen. Serial killer. Was minding it, was minding it, uh, duh, was minding his own business. Minding his own business when Gomez found him sitting on a railroad car on the Southern Pacific tracks northeast of Sacramento. Hansen was his ninth and final victim. Gomez couldn't even remember. If the man had any money or not. So, old boy, minding his business, and he beats him with a rock. Well, he may have had money. He just, he didn't know. He just couldn't remember. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure he didn't because, my God, he's getting 2450, 1910, 1650. He remembers all this other shit. I'm sure he remembered there was nothing there. Mm. Uh, The murders did not go unnoticed. And in June of 1951, two criminal investigators with the California Department of Justice uh, spotted the pattern. Oh, good. Hobo lives matter, Although Brandy. the class... Uh, they do. Hobo lives do matter. That's right. <laughs> My God. Good dog. All right. So although the classification of serial killer was more than 20 years away, they correctly assumed that they were looking for one man, a hobo, who was killing other hobos with caveman weapons, stones, and wooden clubs. Looking through their files, they found victims killed in the same manner as far back as 1939. The murders of a dozen men going back 12 years had seven things in common. All were men of uh, late middle age. They all had done manual labor. They all lived alone in hobo jungles. Their bodies were found in rail cars, near railroad tracks, or in hobo settlements. Uh, The victims were struck from behind with clubs or rocks, and the beatings continued until morale improved. Yes. Or until they were dead. Yes. That is overkill. It was clear that he did not like hobos. But he himself was a hobo. Yeah. He did not like himself. He must not like himself. Well, he didn't like being named Lloyd. That's, it all goes back to That would name, make Lloyd. you angry. First of all, hmm. at least his name was an Advent. Advil. <laughs> Advil. Advil. Arvid. There Arvid, it is. Yeah. Okay. So the police ruled out robbery. What? The police ruled out robbery and sex as possible motives. And couldn't piece together the serial, I'm sorry, couldn't piece together the killer's compulsion other than that he was possibly a madman, a madman who hated hobos. Looky there. 
fucking obviously Quincy doesn't work with these motherfuckers because he'd have had this shit wrapped up by now. But I'm telling you, how do you rule out robbery? He's fucking taking all their goddamn shit. And oh, well, no, that that's not the motive. What the fuck do you think it is? Well, it's a madman who hates hobos. Who the fuck came up with that? Who's a fucking, you know, Mensa genius who well, said, well, obviously, the guy hates hobos. You fucking think? Oh, my God. Why do you get so angry about things, devil? Because I, you know what? Let me tell you something. Because I have been in my house for a long time. And well, yeah, but how do you think the people around people you feel? For, since March. No, since Did- before then. But I've been dealing with stupid people this whole time. And just the stupid shit just fucking annoys me now. And you know what? Quite frankly, I don't have time for it. I could get COVID and be gone in a matter of days. I don't have time for it. I don't I'm have just time saying for Dave has had to be no, in that stupid. same house with you. And he does not seem to be so uh, poisonously uh, evil. Okay, I don't even That's know all? what you said, but Dave and Noah are fine. Of course they are. They're fine. Because they're yeah, hiding they're under the couch from you. No. They get to leave. They get to go to school. They get to go to, you know, work. And I'm, you know, Well, here. they're not anti-hobos like you. Yeah. Well, and t- oh, and t- I got Tim's it! fucking staff, you know, has their coup that they're trying to put together. <laughs> I'm, I'm at home. I got it. I got it. So I think I got it solved. Do what? As he was about to enter her bone collector. <laughs> bone what? collector. That was a bone no. collector. King novel, I believe. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> I think it okay, was. Okay, Nina, bring us All home right. with the finale of this of this uh, tantalizing tale. It's tantalizing. On January fifteenth, nineteen fifty-two, that was Crowbar right is arrested by Sacramento. Excuse me? I said January 15th. That was right after the holidays. Yes. Yes. It, it was right after. It was 15, 15 days into the New Year. I think that's Martin Luther King Day. she didn't know. January yeah. 15th. Yeah. If, it was a, if it fell on a Monday. Yeah. So. Can you look it up, Chuck? <laughs> I got I don't it. think they had that in 1952. They should have. They should have, Yes. Crowbar is arrested by Sacramento County lawmen for the fourth and final time. The charge? Vagrancy. See? that's what. How does he not get around that every time? Like, dude, you know what you're doing. Like, stop. You keep getting arrested for the same stupid shit. Vagrancy. That's just what... Hobo's got to sleep, you know. When they don't have anything else to arrest you for. Yeah. Yeah, that's just one of those things they like to throw at you. With Gomez in custody, deputies looked into his record and realized that he'd walked away from a county road crew back in 48. He was given a 60-day jail sentence on the vagrancy charge and would soon be charged for the escape. Nine days later, January 24th, Gomez passed a note to one of the guards that read, To Jailer, I killed one Indian at Oroville, 1951. Actually, this happened in 1950. I killed one white man, and that's what he wrote, white men, at Marysville. I killed one man at Roseville, 51. I killed one man at Stockton. I killed one man at Merced. I shot one man six times in jungle, Sacramento. 
So they've got this note. He's a wordsmith. Oh one. yeah, it's poetry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mm. think Sacram- he wanted. I think he wanted another meal, and he knew that yeah. if he confessed to murder, he'd get because it was probably pea soup, you know, Thursday or something. And well, you know, <laughs> he thought they'd bring him Burger King and interview him. Yeah. Yeah, you got to neg- you got to negotiate that, uh, Nina. You have to really negotiate that with the authorities before. You got to give them something, you know, in order to get the Whopper meal. So Sacramento really? authorities contacted state investigators who rushed over to conduct a long questioning of Crowbar. Their interest was in the twelve men murdered with rocks and clubs over the last thirteen years. They hoped that the They hoped that interviewing Gomez would bring long-awaited answers. His initial confession included five of these victims. Police files files. He, I don't know what that means. He confessed to three murders, but he did not confess to four other murders they assumed he was responsible for. His memory was, yeah, they were optimistic. I imagine there's a lot of hobo on hobo killing. Hobo on hobo crime is something, yeah. Yeah. Hobo, hobo lives matter, you know. Right. We should hobo start a lives super matter. pack for that. Yeah. Hobo really lives should. matter. I got the t-shirt. Crowbar's memory wasn't the best, but he did give enough details for eight of the murders, which led them to conclude that he was telling the truth. The He's known for his honesty. Right, if nothing well, else. Well, he had an IQ of 61, so I would imagine his ability to solve a crossword puzzle was not, no. was not very well good either, no. so... The bullet-riddled body of Warren Hood Cunningham was not on their list. He was, however, at the top of Sacramento County's list. The next day, January 25th, deputies took Gomez to the jungle, and there, not far from the riverbank, he pointed to a demolished cardboard shack where Cunningham was sitting when he shot him from 60 to 100 feet away. So was it demolished by the city or a strong wind? Probably a strong wind. <laughs> he I was, don't understand. He was like I the mean, Annie o- Oakley of hobos. Shot him from 100 well, feet I, away. Uh, whatever. They probably cannibalized Fucking anything they could. Uh, oh, you know they did. You know they did. I wonder how much money he got off of it. Mm. No, I did know that. Wait a minute. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Okay. $8. He got $8 off of him. Of all the men that he killed, Gomez remembered every detail of killing Cunningham, which was more than enough to satisfy the DA who charged him with first-degree murder. To back up their case, they found two men who were there, Brandy's friend John Cabbage Capusta and another hobo, Mike Gilbert. How good of a witness is Cabbage? He's blind. Honestly. I know. It's great. I, evidently. Well, yeah. listen. They knew Gomez as a man they called Indian. Although Cabbage Capusto was nearly blind, he recognized Crowbar's voice and said that his general physical description was the same as the man who walked over and put three more bullets into Cunningham. So, How does he know that? He knows. He couldn't identify this motherfucker at the time. He has hobo wisdom. He was now blind. all of a sudden he's saying, oh yeah, that's the guy. He's blind. They Fucking got special cabbage. sentences. Get your life together, Cabbage. Come no, on. he was blind, and they got... Everybody knows that blind he's... people... He could tell by his footsteps. Yeah. Plus, wasn't That's he part Indian? That's not what he said. That's not what he said. And, besides all that, 
Was Cabbage just looking for his 15 minutes of fame? Hoping to be on Inside Edition? Probably. Because this is bullshit. Cabbage is bullshit. I bet Cabbage Come gave on, a good Cabbage interview. Be better. <clears throat> well, I'm sure he did. But he reminds me of the guy that, you know, on the trailer, just this, reminds me of the guy on the trailer park, boys, with the really thick glasses. And I don't watch that show. <laughs> I have no idea I know what that you're character. I know, but somebody will know what okay. I'm talking about. Because somebody watches that show. Not me. I think my kid watches it. Anyway, Probably. May 12th, 1952, Gomez was convicted of four murders and he was sentenced to die. On October 16th, 1953, just four days after his 30th birthday, Lloyd Jose Crowbar Gomez was died in California's gas chamber. Was died? <laughs> I'm just reading what was wrote. <laughs> Hobos everywhere. That's some okay, right there. Hobos everywhere gave a long <laughs> sigh of relief. Phew. Oh, the collective hobo yep. sigh. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I love that. And hobos and all the hobos lived happily ever after. They did. Yes, they did. Until, uh, who was was it Panzeram or Fish? <laughs> it was Panzeram. Panzeram yeah. came on. He's my favorite. Of all the episodes we've done, Carl Panzeram is my favorite. Yeah, they've got, I was watching a thing about him on Amazon. It was something. Nobody was something just else. so full of hate as Carl Panzram. Yes. I mean, it just couldn't be. Yeah. And, and, and he general, was. Yeah. His general, I don't give a shit attitude is very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So he's. So, what are your thoughts right. on on uh, hobo killer devil? Let me let me wrap this up like Timmy does. What are your thoughts on the hobo killer? Uh he was a bit of a dick, a stupid dick. I don't like him. I don't like him. But you know what? As a res- you know, and I, I don't like cabbage either. Cabbage could have done so much better, and he didn't. So that's what I'm taking away from all of this. So you don't like cabbage the person or cabbage the food? I don't like cabbage the person. Or have you the, ever or have you ever vegetable. have you ever had corned beef and cabbage? Probably. That seems to be a West Side thing that you would have. Now, Miss Nina, have you ever had the corned beef and cabbage when you got the corned beef out of a can? I can't understand a thing you're saying. It sounds like you're talking no, from underneath a thing of water. It does, ha- and he has the whole time. That's why. That's how I've been able to ignore him for the most part. And <laughs> have I don't you know ever what just happened there? Have you ever Maybe had corned beef and stool. cabbage <laughs> when uh, when the corned beef comes from a can? I've never had canned corned beef yeah. except for corned beef hash, which is different. Yeah, that's what my like my dear mother used to put into the cabbage and call corned beef and cabbage. No, yes. we was very poor as children. And uh, we know we've heard we was we we've was all, one step ahead of the hobos. Fuck me, we've all heard this. Yeah, we was, now, we was very poor. Charles, we have so, some lovely people that we would like for you to well, give a shout out to. We did not hear Miss Nina's thoughts on on the hobo killer. We always wrap it up with final thoughts and Nina a special has, guest. Why well, no? Nina has so many thoughts on hobo killings. She's not even sure where to start. It's true. I'm not sure where to start. Don't, but don't dismiss her. She can speak for I'm not herself. I'm dismissing her. I'm giving her a way out. 
I don't know. That's what I'm doing. I'm helping. Some wine and a hobo shack and a quiet evening kind of sounds nice. And a rock. Get a rock. Some cabbage. (laughs) Some hobo Netflix and chill. Yeah. Is what you say. Yeah. Little Netflix and chill with a hobo. Little cheap wine, little hobo shack. Could be nice. No. <laughs> Mad dog and a cardboard shack. Leave my titties out of it. No. Oh. Don't. Don't, Nina. Just don't. But uh, just, just what don't. if it was for Patreons? I'm just saying, sometimes you got to give a special bonus to Patreon people, and that might be a bonus episode. Hmm. I'm just saying. And, and we, you know, Maria had a birthday this week, so we should mention that, too. Happy birthday. And also, um, Aaron Fowler got hurt last night, so we hope she's better. She's on a bunch of drugs. She did, but she's... She's high as fuck right now, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, so she's doing better than us. So. Speak for yourself. But, uh, yeah, so I will, I, I'm going to thank our, pod, our Patreon people who uh, give us money for doing this, actually. They donate their hard-earned money to hear the devil criticize hobos. And hobos are really... A misunderstood part of society. Nobody wants to be a hobo. Nobody starts their life out. You know, in first grade, they say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or I want to be an astronaut. Nobody ever says, I want to be a hobo. So they end up there. Do, you know, a bunch of often poor choices and bad life circumstances. So if you're a hobo and you're listening, um, just get your life together. Just and get your to life Patreon. together. <clears throat> yeah. a hobo and you're listening, give, a, give to Patreon. <laughs> give, yeah, give to pay. Kill another hobo, and if you find $8, give it to us. That's all we're asking. So some of the people we would like to think, think, think. Did I say think or thank? Katie Gunkel. I can't understand anything you're saying, so I don't know what oh. you said. Katie Gunkel. We would like to thank her. How's that? Andrea, Much Louise Sidones, Tessie, Kate Byer, Karen Alden, Gina Green, Danielle Townsend, Marianne Knight, Adam McWaters, Elaine Baker, Alexandra, Alan Cox, Ali, Alicia Mincy, and the Already Gone Podcast. Why, yes. Hosted by me. The lovely Miss Nina, and we'll, we'll get together later for... Uh, whatever is oh, in lieu of Jesus. my birthday song. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, you made I the tried, deal. Yeah. I didn't. Mm-hmm. You made the deal. Tried, you know. I tried. Um, and it's basically a contract because it was said in front of other people. So it's a contract now. <gasps> Amanda Christine, Amber Anderson, Amber Scoville, Anna Gerline, Andrea Odell, Andrew, Andrew Frazier, Angela Santos, Angelo Villafane, Anna Garrett, Annette Petray, Anon, Becky Trainer, Ben Dobrovich, Brandy McBride, Bridget Bernard, Brittany Martin, The Bloody Murder Podcast, Callie Jones, Christy Lee and Canadian True Crime, Carl Aspen, Carol Elise, Charlie from Crime Line. I haven't heard from Charlie. I wonder how she's doing. She's doing all right. She's Cheryl busy. LeBlanc. <clears throat> 
Well, she's got what thirty four kids. Um, yeah, and her grandfather so passed is. away a couple weeks ago. Um, so she's been, oh, yeah, I'm, and she very, lost a good friend to COVID. So sad. she's okay, but life yeah, has did not. Did she been, really? Yeah, life's not been great. Yes. To her. Oh. Wow, that's so. Uh, that's terrible. I uh, know. I hope Charlie's doing better then. No wonder we haven't heard right. from Charlie. Right, busy girl. Well, Clark and Diane Trowbridge, the Comeback Podcast, Daniel Bissett, Diane Student, Erica Kinney, Aaron Turner, Fiona Crisp, Gina Green, Jay Cleveland Payne, Jahara Lopez, Jamie Dent, Jairo, Jason Dykes, Jeff and Don Chestnut. Uh, Jeff did a thing on COVID the other day because he's a doctor, teaching doctor, and it was very interesting. Um, Jennifer Orcutt, Jennifer Svoda, Jess Watford, Jessica Greeno, Julia Rodriguez, Karen Barnes, Kelly Charette, Kim Stroop, Kimberly Smith, who only lives two blocks from my house. Christine Malachinsky, Laura O'Reilly, Lydia Fisher, Maja, Marsha Boris, Marie, Marquia Smith, Mary Sheldon, Melissa Montoya, Michelle Johns, Paula Kimes, The Pleasing Terrors Podcast, Robin Sherrard, uh, Ruth Whitfield, Sarah Bloom, who's been around here since the very beginning, Charlene, Shannon Arnold, Shirley Strap. Has anybody gotten any update on Shirley Strap? Stacy Alsup, um, Stephen Potts, Terry Stratford, The Vanish Podcast, They Walk Among Us, Tyrone, Todd Long, Tommy Lane, Lee and the fake Irishman Flanagan, Tracy Smith, Vive, Rebecca L., Jen Lee, Alan Cox, Whitney James, I was going to say Rudy the Wonder Dog, but I got to notice, I checked my email and I got to notice because the bank sent me, and I did not know they did this, they sent me another check card. So I activate it. And do you know when you do that, it kills your old check card. Did you know that? Yes. Yes. Why does it do that? I thought I had two now. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) I don't, I got a notice from somebody that my Patreon was declined because my card was expired or something. So I got to go look that up. It might've been this show. Um, I only, I, I do Patreons for about, three shows and actually miss nina yours is one of them Hmm. and rudy does this one and uh well it's it's really the finest show out there it's it's oh my god we strive to be it's really if we could find a get a guest host um that wasn't like mm, brandy um we might be able to put out that kind of quality product maybe Someday. You, know you have one job today. You have one job. Have you completed that task? Almost. Almost. <laughs> one job. Almost. I'm almost done. And Dottie, there were bodies scattered everywhere in this one. So the body count was pretty high. There was gruesomeness. People beat with bricks. People shot. Uh, people beat with crowbars. <laughs> A drunken... Indian beat there was a lot his going lawn on. chair and a guy yeah. named, and a blind guy named Cabbage and a blind guy named Cabbage. So I think this this hits all the all the marks for you, Dottie. I think this checks all the boxes. But 
We'd like to thank Dottie Scott for listening because she is the person we do this show for week after week after week after week. And and Lady Beverly, who really, really, much like you, I feel like this episode was much classier than we normally are able to do because you were here, Miss Nina. Yeah, um, I don't know how much I helped. I don't. Well, you know, you can only do so much with uh, when you have Brandy kind of sullying and soiling, you know, our content. You work with what you but have. But you kind of, yeah, you're, you, you're kind of like Glinda the Good Witch, you know, on The Wizard of Oz. Right. Telling the yeah. devil, you have no power here, you know, so it kind of just makes everybody happier and warmer and fuzzier. So that is all I have for today. What are you guys doing the rest of the day? I'm going to go to Sam's and put up my Christmas tree. Oh, and it's a, it's a Miss Nina. I am your plan. Probably going back to bed. I've been up since six. Wow. You get up early. I do. And you, do you make the donuts? No. I, you know what I'm going to do? The donuts. I uh I watched Deadpool last night with Logan. I'd never seen it before. It was You're quite kidding. a funny movie. No. It's very good. It was very and good. And the more you watch it, the more you catch. You so, watch Deadpool t- Deadpool 2 today? Um no, I'm I'm going to I've been working on some projects around the house and I have to reorganize my garage. So that's what I'm going to do. Sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's quite fun. Put my sanders back and, you know, things like that. So thank you, Ms. Nina, for doing this show with us. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, <clears throat> Devil, um, I will see you in hell. Yeah, I'll see you in hell, Devil. And that is it for the week. So everyone, thank you for listening and have a good day. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.